0: Ready. Set. Gamecast! Well, welcome to Ready Set Gamecast, a bi weekly podcast about video games and motivation. I'm Bryce, and I'm joined by the greatest motivational speaker of our podcast, Darian.
1: Of our podcast, so, like, I guess that's fair. Is it? Yeah. I would say so. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Now Darian needs motivation. Yeah. I
2: feel like I'm not very motivational.
0: And Mm. the man who has never said no to opportunity, Teddy Chinaris. That's a flat-out lie.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Even without meaning to, or, or, like, purposefully and not purposefully. 100%. (laughs) 100%. <laughs> uh, Every day.
0: So, I uh, tell you, Janaris, so what is your motivational advice? Oh,
1: man, dude. Oh. oh. Just. What I, what I, I know what I should say, right? But what I want to say is, like, if you're me right now, here's, here's what <laughs> I know I should, here's what here's I know me. I should say with my brain. <laughs> but here's what I want to say with my emotions, right? Go to Publix. The store right down the road or your nearest grocery store. Get a gallon of goldfish, right? A big old bag of bunch of crunch, right? Uh, What else? Some Haribo gummy bears, right? Um, Some Chex Mix and come back and just eat all of it and live your best life. (laughs) But don't actually do that. That's terrible advice. That's like the, the literal opposite of what you should do.
2: This is, I, I like that advice. It sounded really good.
1: <laughs> Don't do that. That's a bad
2: idea.
0: Darian, what's your motivational advice? This Is what I'm feeling?
2: Uh, shoot for, Oh, wait. I've got one. Hold on. I got it. Dare it. Dare to dream. Shoot for the stars.
0: <laughs> okay, then. I Dare got to one. dream. Shoot for the stars. Just shoot
2: for the stars.
0: <laughs> um... Or you could shoot. Hold
2: on, immediately followed by this. Bird, 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 bird.
0: You don't even know what he. What is that? What is he He's
1: saying?
2: saying? Bird. Oh. Okay.
0: Bird. <laughs> cool. Bird. Um. Hey, Darian, have there been any birds in the video games you've been playing?
2: <gasps> no, but you know what? There has been. <gasps> Steve the Hair Harrington, as well as a couple other, you know, other Stranger Things characters are in Dead by Daylight. Oh, my God. So I was listening to the podcast, the last podcast we did, and I was like, oh, yeah, I'm really excited. I'm gonna play Nancy. It's gonna be great. No, fuck Nancy. Steve is the sexiest motherfucker I've ever seen. Oh, my God. Like in the game or just like (sighs) the the actor? They made him so good. Oh, I was expecting garbage, but holy shit. He looks just like the actor. It's so good. Oh, my God. And it's really funny, because right now there's a glitch, so like, if you die, your character gets like lifted up by the entity who consumes it, right? But the body disappears before it's all the way up, but there's a glitch where the hair particle stays behind, <laughs> so Steve's body disappears, and his hair just floats up <laughs> in the sky. <laughs> I feel
1: like that's very fitting it's, for that character. is
2: so funny. It's great. But yeah, so Stranger Things is in Dead by Daylight. The uh, Hawkins uh, lab map is really good uh, for both the killer and the survivor because there's so many like little twists and turns. You can lose the killer if you're being chased. It's really easy to like find a survivor who's trying to avoid you by like, oh, I'll just duck behind this corner. Oh, shit, there's the killer right there. Okay, well, that's really fun. Um, the the uh, atmosphere of the Hawkins lab is freaking creepy because like it's post when the demogorgon is like ravished the or just completely just destroyed it so like there's still the the um gate and it's like pulsing and there's like dead scientists and there's still just like it's like they were in the middle of something when the demogorgon came and just destroyed everything and it's great how they captured it there's like when you're near the gate, you can hear it pulsing for a while. And, like, there's, like, particles just floating through the air. Like, you're not entirely in the universe you're supposed to be in. Like, there's, like, some some pouring in from the, the uh, upside down. It's great. Uh, they The only thing that makes me sad about it is uh, that they did not use the actors for the voices for no. Nancy and... Uh, Steve, but it's fine, because the one that did Steve isn't great, but the one that did Nancy is pretty good, so, like, when she gets hit and she screams, it sounds really good.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's what's important.
2: It's a weird thing to be excited about, but, yeah, the Demogorgon is horrifying to play against, because he can, like, make portals and crawl into the upside-down and just, like, appear in other portions of the map. Like, ugh, Mm. it's terrifying, but it's great. They did a really good job.
0: Is the map, like, Season two, stuff.
2: Mm, I guess
0: because like the the Steve is in his uh, ahoy outfit, right?
2: He's got a regular outfit. The the they do have season three outfits available with the the. Oh gosh, what's the name of the place that he works? Uh, the uh,
0: the oh, ahoy Magoy. Chip.
2: perfect! You nailed it. <laughs> yeah. Scoops ahoy!
0: Yeah.
2: So that's a downloadable content, like extra DLC, or to pay for, mm. um, to get their uh, scoops ahoy. And then like Nancy has like a reporter costume, mm. um. But their base stuff is just like he's in jeans and a like long sleeve tee, and she's just in jeans and a t shirt and stuff. It's pretty basic, but um the map. Is that season 2 stuff? No, it's definitely season 1 stuff. Well, I mean
0: season 3 had, was the Mind Flayer. You re- we really didn't see any Demogorgons.
2: Yeah, and season 2 was like the return of the Demogorgon.
0: Yeah, yeah there was a demodon. In the beginning
2: of the of the Mind Flayer, but yeah. like no, it's definitely season 1 map. Okay. Um season probably two steve and nancy but season season three extra costumes mm. i think if i had to guess this across because the board. steven and nancy would have to steven steve and nancy would have <laughs> to be old enough that steven they're Harry. not 18 anymore because otherwise there's like a weird thing about killing kids over and over again so they're definitely adults their models are supposed to be adults um is
1: that a but, thing like you can't
2: I don't think it is. I think it's just something that makes people feel icky. Mm. So that's something that Dead by Daylight has actively avoided. Like, they don't want to put Chucky in there because the idea of watching a kid kill people over and over again is not great. Mm. Because Chucky's a doll who's modeled after a kid. This is something they've talked about. This is why they don't want Mm. to do this. Like, they, they don't feel good about the idea of killing a child over and over again or watching a child kill over and over again. Like, they're not... They're not comfortable with it, which is why they won't do it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. In general, when in scary movies, kids usually don't die. I mean, like, I think all the kids survive in in the first It.
2: Is that? Uh, Um, No. No? I mean, Georgie dies in the first 10 minutes of It. Uh. (laughs) Oh okay.
1: yeah. that's
2: like, a good point. <laughs> That's not a thing. Oh. <laughs> at all. That's a complete... are,
0: I know that there's like sev there's like 7 kids in it and I think like
2: the core kids all yeah, survive yeah. Yeah, okay. in it but yeah. like there are multiple on-screen kid deaths. <laughs> like I guess not like portrayed I guess. Yeah. Georgie's pulled into the sewer before he dies, yeah. but the idea that he dies happens.
0: And Stranger Things season 3 They kind of showed that a kid was possessed and then we knew that what happened to the people that were possessed, but we didn't see the kid die. He didn't get gooed. (laughs) Gooed.
1: Yeah.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, so uh, Dead by Daylight DLC is great. They did a really good job. Um, The Stranger Things DLC, I've been hyped about it for a month and it's great. And I couldn't be happier um in league of legends news they released a new set of star guardian skins um but they're like dark star guardians Ooh,
1: evil. um
2: so yeah um so like they released Nico, who's supposed to be like one of in in star guardian lore one of like ari's team members who was lost as well as zaya and Rakan who were lost but they died and they came back as dark star guardians and zoe like made them do that i guess i don't know the lore is kind of weird but the skins are really pretty and zaya and rakan are like hashtag uh, relationship goals they are so fucking amazing and the skins are beautiful the voice acting is great the particles and the colors and the whole idea of it is great um david and i are learning to play zaya and rakan together because i want to do a cosplay of them with him <laughs> super cheesy but i'm excited
1: I'm looking up what they look like just because I'm curious.
2: They're bird people.
1: Mm. (laughs) So they also there are birds in the video games that you've been playing.
2: (laughs) I guess (laughs) they're bird people. They're called Mystia. Um, yeah, they're pretty great. Hmm. And they're corny as fuck. Like they have lines together where like they're flirting with each other. Like he's flirting with her and she's denying him, and it's great. I'm like David. This is us. This is actually us. You hit on awesome. me all the time, and I'm just like, ugh, stop. Gross. <laughs> and that's their relationship. It's great. He's, like, super corny and cheesy, and she's a bitch. And I love it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I also played a solid, like, four hours of Mutazione before I got on the stream today, because that Ooh, was maybe. released on Thursday or Friday last week? This week? It just it was released on Steam, I got an email about it. I bought it right away. Anyway, mutazione is really good. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Are you actually liking it so far?
2: Oh my god, I love it. The love sto- it's it. just like really dramatic. The story's great. I, I like how it starts, because it starts, like, really enigmatic, like, you're not really sure what's going on, and then you're just, like, thrown into the island where all of the mutants have kind of been isolated from the rest of the world, and you learn little by little, like, what's going on on the island, and, like, who the people are, and what your grandpa does, and, because you go to the island because your grandpa's dying. And your mom can't go or doesn't want to go or whatever. I'm not really sure. (laughs) But you start to learn like bits of the story, like who the people of the island are and, you know, what your grandpa's significance on this island is, what he does. um, And like what the world has been since the I think it's called the moon dragon happened. That sounds right. Which is basically the meteor that struck and made everyone mutants, from what I can gather. Um, Hopefully none of that's spoilers. I don't think it is, because it's still within the early portions of the game. I
0: think the guy we interviewed at PAX West basically said that in the interview, so I'd assume.
2: Yep. So it's been really cool. It's really pretty. Um, The music is really cool. The way you interact with the world is cool. Um, the way you learn about the world is cool. I'm really excited to see what's going on with the story because I have a few ideas of, like, where things are going, you know, from trailers that I've seen as well as from different things I've picked up in the game. Um, and I'm I'm excited to see, uh, the significance of a few different portions of the game because I have a theory about, like, how you interact with the world because, like, I've seen in trailers, so I think it's fine to say, like there are gardens that you make, and it's different. It's based on different like types of music, and I'm excited to see because there's a few types of music that there are like primarily, and there's a portion of the game that I have a really good theory about.
0: So you've been you've been playing some cool games, Darren.
2: Yeah, those are the only three I've been playing. Really, I'm hoping to. Finish Mutazione this week and then start Elsinore. Uh from also from PAX. I haven't actually opened that game again, but I it's like such a dark, weird story game that like I feel like you have to be in the right mindset to play. What which I one was that? Yet. Elsinore is the um the uh not Macbeth. Is it Macbeth? Oh god. I... The, the Shakespeare one. Hold on, I'll pull up the store page. I'm not sure if I saw
0: that one.
2: Hamlet, Elsinore is a time loop big adventure game set in Shakespeare's Hamlet. Uh, Elsinore combines strong social simulation elements, a dynamic story that reflects or that reacts immediately to a players' decisions, and a world full of diverse characters with secrets to uncover. It's basically the devs described it as like Majora's Mask with Hamlet. So the things that you do affect the story.
0: Did you know that uh, Lion King was just ripped off from Hamlet?
2: Um. Yes. Okay. It's also ripped off of another one that's called like Kimba.
1: I've I've heard of that. Mm-hmm. I've, he- I've heard that theory. If
2: you watch the super, it's not a theory. If you watch a, it's like an older animated movie from like the '70s or '80s or something, and it's literally the same fucking story, but I, like the main character's name is Kimba instead of Simba. <laughs> Yikes! It's the same goddamn thing.
0: All of Disney's movies are ripped off from somewhere. the The movie Cars is just a rip off of Doc Hollywood. And I don't know what that is. It's uh, who's the guy from Back but to the Future? And
2: That's why BDM, Cars Dio, has
0: succeeded. Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I literally showed Erin uh, Doc Hollywood the other day, and I was like, "This is Cars," and she's like, yeah, "I mean, the, the there were some things like there." Freaking movies in the 80s and 90s would just show boobs without any reason, and I don't know what happened to society that just can't. <laughs> you know,
1: well,
2: they yeah. just stopped showing boobs. It's disappointing. That's why Game of Thrones was so great. They showed so many boobs.
1: Only in really season one, though.
2: That's a lie. Oh,
1: dude, it dramatically goes down. After season one, the amount of nudity. They show boobs like nudity. three
2: times in Dramatically. season one, and then it's probably like once per season after that, and then Maybe. and you then you the see like the last Clark's two seasons, like least barely times anything. in the whole yeah. thing.
1: By season eight, there's like no nudity.
2: Yeah, season eight's terrible. We don't talk about that, but season seven, you see Amelia Clark's boobs again, or no, it's season six, isn't it? Because se- season seven, she's. Is...
0: <laughs> I <laughs> don't
2: remember all of the it. times
0: at all, honestly. Teddy, do I you just remember, remember that all she the burns
2: that- <laughs> down. She burns down. Uh, you know the 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 calls thing when they're trying to oh, put her yeah. on. What she burns it down, up? and then she's full frontal nudity.
1: <laughs> yeah. Teddy Chironis, what have you been playing? Oh, this is video games, man. You know, on the personal computer. Not actually on the personal computer. I've really only been playing like with life and whatnot, I've only been playing... I played the Call of Duty beta last weekend for like a night, and that was fun. Um. Uh, what What else? Uh, so yeah, I played the on Warfare beta last weekend, that was really fun, and, and there's another one this weekend with crossplay that ends tonight, but I don't know if I'm going to be able to play it. But I haven't gotten the chance to play it again, but it is fun. If I were to get another game uh this fall it would be that but the only thing I'm really gonna be able to get is Link's Awakening which I have now that came out on Friday but I haven't started it yet but I got it forever ago with like the online voucher um the Switch online voucher where you can get two games I bought like Fire Emblem and then I pre-ordered Link's Awakening um and I've actually been going back through Celeste and that game is fucking incredible that game is so, so goddamn good. You guys need to play it. It's so good. But it's I've
2: heard it's hard too.
1: It's very hard,
0: but it's I don't like
2: hard games. The plot it's the so
0: plot hard. of the game what's cool about it is the plot of the game
1: is that things are hard and it's about overcoming hard things. It is about a girl uh named Madeline or Madeline. I don't know. It's not Wait, not, why like, is her actual, name
2: not Celeste?
1: She's climbing Celeste Mountain. It's the name ah. of the mountain. Uh, but yeah, she she is there, literally just trying to climb this mountain. Is the story? She meets characters along the way and whatnot. But like, it's a it's it's literally a story about like anxiety and depression. Like, it is a story where they like and they like at, at one point she encounters like the dark version of herself and like it, There's like metaphors for it and like it's it's so good and it's so great because there you'll get to a moment where like the designers know that like this screen is gonna be a bit harder than the than the last couple screens, right? Like, everything is paced so well, but, like, you'll get to a moment where they know it's gonna be a little bit harder, and you'll die a couple times, and then, like, Madeline will stop and be like, you can do this, like, and then, like, you have to get to the top, like, and, like, you'll read that, and you'll be like, I can do this, I have to get you to the top, and then you, like, keep going, because you want to get her to the top, th- like, it's, it's a whole thing where it's hard and you're getting frustrated right as you get frustrated, like, you get past it, or like, or there's a little line of encouragement from her, and that sounds it's, like
2: it's really well made. It's
1: so good, and there's moments where it's like it's just getting a little frustrating, and as you go, and then you'll get to like a cutscene, like it's just paced really well. The writing is really great, and the the design is amazing, and the soundtrack is incredible. It's it's so good, but I'm on like chapter. I picked it up, and I was on chapter five out of eight, but now there's the ninth chapter. But like that's like DLC, it's like an epilogue kind of thing. Um but the eighth chapter was like the final official one. So once I finished the 8th one, the eighth chapter, then I've beaten the game. I'm on like chapter I think I'm on chapter seven. Which is crazy. I'm getting close. But like the more it goes, the the more I'm like, yes, it's so great. But it's like I like it's so perfect for me where I'm at in my life right now. Like the story it's telling is so it's so great. Um, but yeah, I've been, I've been doing a weird thing where I'm actually committing and trying to beat a game. It's weird, (laughs) but I'm, uh, I've been going through Celeste and I don't think I'm really going to start much else until I beat that. I think I'm actually going to like, keep going on a singular game for once in my life (laughs) instead of flipping between six different ones at, at one time. Um, but Destiny 2 Shadowkeep literally comes out. Not this upcoming Tuesday, but next Tuesday. So, like, that's close. So I'll probably be playing that as well when that comes out. But, yeah, that's what I've been playing.
0: Uh, I started a little game called Borderlands 3. Yeah. Um, I I was going
1: to say, not all, like, for the last couple weeks, there's been, like, big... Games and like when every time we go about the podcast, none of us are playing them. Like, Years Five came out, that was huge. Years Five has incredible reviews. Like, I would love to play it. None of us have played it. Uh Control came out, that was huge. That's oh, a big one that's recently. One I, definitely I would love play. to play Control. I have none of us played it. Um, Astral Chain came out. That's a big one too. Uh, none I've of
2: us never heard it. of that.
1: It's a big. What is it's Astral a, Chain? It's a Switch one. Yeah. It's a Switch exclusive by Platinum Games, and it's like very anime. So I
0: don't know if that anime! one's for me. Control, yeah, control seems so cool. The problem with that one is apparently runs poorly on consoles. I've heard that there
1: was a patch though, so yeah. it is better. Well, yeah, we'll we'll see how much of an improvement that is. So I've I'm heard like, it's pretty significant. Yeah. That patch is a pretty good boost. Okay.
0: But yeah, so I was what I was actually. <laughs> I I loaded up the Epic Game Store because uh control is only on the Epic Game Store on on PC. And then I was like, oh yeah, Borderlands. I should probably play that. <laughs> um and and I'm getting that on my laptop and, and played through a little bit. Uh I'm playing Flack. Uh I got you know, through a few missions very, very early on, and then some uh smaller games that I've been super excited about from well the the one that I've been super excited about came out Cyan R Wild Hearts. Um it is really cool. It takes about an hour and a half, probably an hour if you're like good, and you're just like playing through this album of songs. Each song is a level, and the way they like combine the visuals and the gameplay is so amazing like it feels so good to play and there were so many times like it has it has a um, tarot card uh, astrology feel to it they use tarot cards to lay out the different uh characters in the game like they'll show you a tarot card and then that tarot card will turn into your motorcycle and you're riding that motorcycle through the level and then they'll show you like oh this bad guy is this tarot card and such and such um but yeah there was like a really cool level where the you were fighting one person and then you get this giant sword and you chop them in half and they turn into two people and um then basically they were snapping along with the beat of the song and depending on like they would alternate which of the two of them was snapping and as they snapped you jump you jump between different realities so you had to like know which reality you're jumping into and where the obstacles are going to be at that reality and it was so like it took me forever but it was like the entire time it's happening I'm like this is so cool i'm I am blown away by by the entire game um i I've seen people talk like everyone I've seen play this it's just like this was amazing some people said they cried at the end i Uh, that didn't, you know, affect me. Uh, my girlfriend said she was feeling emotions, but, uh, it's like, I've got the album on Spotify and I was like listening to it and I was just like, I want to play it again. It's, it's, you know, play through the entire game in like an hour. And it's, it's so awesome to have these games that you can just like start and finish and be like, I I played the game. It's, it's so nice. Um, another game that, uh. I had been on my radar for a while, but all the like videos and stuff I've seen from it, I was like, fuck it, I'm going to pick it up. Untitled Goose Game. It is, <laughs> it is a game where you are a goose who's basically, like, the entire game is just you being a dick to humans, um, <laughs> and like, so you'll just have, you'll be able to honk and you'll be able to grab things, and that's basically all you're able to do um and you'll have a like to-do list and they'll be like uh get the gardener wet steal the gardener's keys and then there'll be like like bonus ones where you can be like lock the gardener out of his garden <laughs> <laughs> and and yeah so it's just like a a cool deal where you're, you're you have to do this like to-do list stuff and Obviously, like, it involves a lot of, like, stealing or fucking with the humans, and so you got to kind of be, like, stealthy about it. So you have to, like, steal the gardener's radio without him noticing and go take it to a picnic basket because the goose is going to have a little picnic. So you have, like, this whole list of stuff that you have to steal uh, to do it. And then once you complete enough of your to-do list, um, the humans will start putting up... uh, like anti-goose uh signs and by doing that that's going to allow you an opportunity to uh leave that area and enter a new one um like in that first area when the gardener goes to hammer in the anti-goose sign you can honk at him um and he he will hammer his own thumb and then fall backwards onto the fence allowing you to escape through the fence and stuff and then like there's uh, god like watching videos from it are so cool like you can there's like a kid who's scared of the goose and you can scare ma- you can untie his shoelaces scare him and make him trip and then steal his glasses so he's just like wandering around blind oh my god and These then like
1: goose yeah, is have so, put it a so cool. menace
0: but yeah there's like uh, i want to say like six areas Um, and then, and then you get to the, the end and, and you realize, okay, you see a thing that you were, that like, was at the beginning and you're like, oh, I need to bring this and bring it back to the whole thing. And then you have to go through all of the areas that you had been through, but now all of, like, all the people are just looking for you. They're, they're, they are after you. So you have to be in super stealth mode and it's, it's a very fun game. It's like, uh... It's just like a goofy game, and it's great to like play when you have friends over and just so can everybody can like laugh at like you fucking with the the humans as this crazy goose hmm. um both Sayonara Wild Hearts and Untitled Goose game I think we're about thirteen to fifteen dollars I, Untit- I think Sayonara i think Wild Hearts is always going to be about fourteen, but I think untitled Goose game right now is on sale for twenty five percent off. Uh, I love
1: how it's literally titled
0: Untitled Goose Game. (laughs) It's great. I saw I saw a Twitter post from them of like we see uh, people saying that the title of our game is Untitled Goose Game. It's like no, the game does not have a title. (laughs) It's Untitled Goose Game. (laughs) Um, Also, a game I've been uh, working on for a while. I have finished called Pokemon Moon. I've been uh, figured out play through that to prepare for Sword and Shield, so I can have all the cool Incineroars and the other Pokemon that are in that game.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> the only
1: one I know, because Smash. Yeah.
0: yeah. I, I honestly, like, I think the grass-type one looks the coolest, but I was like, I do want to have an amiibo of my main Pokemon, so I picked the Incineroar one. There you go. Um, it actually, Pokemon Moon has a really cool story. Uh, Like, there's a whole, like... There's Team Skull, which is like the Team Rocket of, of this island. It's a Hawaii-based uh, one. And then there's like a mystery going on. And like, yeah, the the story and the characters was kind of one of my favorite. I, I'll say I played the first and second Pokemon, and I think I skipped a bunch of generations. I think I tried to jump back in on, on the first one that went 3D, which I think was X and Y. And, I don't know, it's, I think the way they did the 3D, at least in some of the areas, just got really confusing, especially in the... That one was, like, Paris-based, and the way Paris was the big circle, I just kept getting lost there, and eventually I was just like, I, I don't know where I'm supposed to go, I'm just... I'm done. So I never finished yeah. that one. Uh, but Pokemon Moon uh, kept me attached the entire way, kind of like... And also... I mean they don't have proper pokemon gyms in sun and moon. It's island challenges. Uh and I think like the early on they were like oh this seems like it's taking a little bit by the time the team skull like storyline started really clicking like, I felt like I was going through the island challenges without even noticing. And they're just like, right, battle me. And I'm like, okay. And they're like, you completed <laughs> an island challenge. And I'm like, oh, I just thought you were a dude. Okay. <laughs> um, But yeah, I ended up... I will say, the final battle, the, the Elite Four and the Champion deal was one of the hardest I fought. Like The, the, I, the island challenges up to that point were pretty cake but that final battle like was one of the hardest and I don't know if I just wasn't leveled right or my team just had really IV- bad IVs but like I just had to go in with just a shit ton of revives and just was like reviving constantly to get through them um, but I managed to finish it it was it was cool um, and now I am the great Pokemon uh, League champion like a little kid we might know Ash Ketchum.
1: Oh wow, look at that.
0: Um Ash Ketchum has finally won the Pokémon League in the anime. Uh they are going through the Sun and Moon storyline. Um in the anime and this is no the first kidding. time he has ever won a proper Pokémon League. Um he in the past has, you know, won the Orange Island League, which isn't like a proper uh, league, but uh, in the past uh, there's a there's a picture in in the Kanto region he came in six in the top sixteen in the Johto region he came in the top eight H- Hohen, uh, he came in top eight Sinnoh top four uh, Unava, uh, top eight and uh, the Kalos uh, region he was runner up but in Aloa he finally. Uh, came away with the top spot which is very cool like the anime has been running for 22 years and he has finally won a proper pokemon league
1: that is i don't know i i everybody was like oh congrats he finally did it, the whole thing and as somebody who you know wasn't super into pokemon or anything when i was younger and i didn't really watch the anime i was like he he hasn't he hasn't won. <laughs> like I figured it would be like end of season one. He finally go oh. he goes out there, wins the he's moving on. I don't know. I figured he I figured he'd win a bunch by now. I was like shocked by this news more than anything that he hadn't already. I, was
2: like, I just what? want to clarify, it's pronounced Unova.
1: Okay, Unova. I figured I was pronouncing them wrong. Um,
2: I think you mispronounced both of them, but that probably. one I was like, what the fuck did you just say? What region is he talking about? <laughs> well,
0: well, uh, we were watching uh, Pokemon Sun and Moon because it's on Netflix. They don't have the most recent episodes with him winning. But we were just kind of watching to see what, what was going on in that anime. And uh, there was a guy giving uh, making pineapple juice, and Aaron was like, I thought it was pineapple juice, and I was like, It's not. It's pineapple because pineapples.
1: Mm.
0: That makes sense. Yep. Um. So, (laughs) it's hard. It's hard to know how things are pronounced just by reading them. (laughs) Um. But you guys know uh, what one of the buttons on the PlayStation controller is pronounced? How that's pronounced? I do actually. It's a cross button. It is not Teddy Chennaris. PlayStation says it is pronounced. This is a joke. The cross button is not. Is pronounced X, and that is the end of the news story. Real talk, it has us. been a cross button for they're years. They're doing
2: April Fool's joke uh, in <laughs> September, and they're wrong. It's I, X. So, so the biggest
1: thing to come out of this is that people didn't already know this. Like, it's it's been crossed for years. Like, that's a Japanese thing. Like, it's, 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 a, it's a thing.
2: I mean, that I makes that's, sense. Since, like the because... PS3 days. There's a bunch of animes that and there's an X in it, but it's cross, so yeah, it makes like sense. it's a Japanese thing. But like it's, um, but in America, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean I've known that,
1: but like I still call it X because it's easier. But like <laughs> you know, I mean it, it also is. makes sense because
0: all the other buttons are shapes, yeah. so you it's it's a cross shape, but yeah. still it's an X but button. It
2: hurts my soul. <laughs>
0: I will never
1: say I'm gonna press the you gotta press the cross hey. button. I mean, to be fair, it would differentiate between the three controllers if you didn't. Yeah. I, it what would is make it called
2: it- on the Switch?
1: I would... Ooh, because Nintendo's Japanese too. That's a good point. Maybe the Xbox one is the only one that's actually X.
2: No, they're all X. Think about Don't it. Don't lie to me.
1: I'm pretty sure <laughs> on, like... No, vo- on
2: the Switch, it's definitely X because the other ones are all letters.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's true.
2: X, Y, A, B.
1: I'm pretty sure but on... Isn't
2: that- Also, sorry, isn't that also also, what they are in the Xbox controller? Dude, how dumb is that, by the way? I hate it. Why is PlayStation got to ruin everything? Come on, Sony, why do you do this to me?
1: What I hate is the differing, differing, like, Nintendo and Xbox both have A, B, X, and Y, but they're in different spots. (laughs) They're all in different spots. (laughs) It's awful. Why are you doing this to me?
0: Uh, well, maybe I'll go down to
1: GameStop and ask them what they, uh, what they call the buttons. Oh, maybe you will, but too bad if you live in an area with one of these 180 to 200 GameStops that are going to be shut down. Um, from an article on gamesindustry.biz by Re- Rebecca Valentines, who I believe wasn't she on one of the panels that we, or I believe that?
0: she was, uh, competing cool. in the kind of funny, uh, uh, Inter, inter website. But wasn't she
1: also on that other panel? The panel uh, with Alex. Uh, I don't or was know. Was that a different girl? I think that I think that was somebody else. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it says during today's GameStop's uh, Q two earnings call, the company announced it would be closing between one hundred and eighty and two hundred underperforming stores globally between now and the end of the year. Um... So, yeah, GameStop CFO James Bell said that um, over 5,700 stores worldwide um, are uh, stating that 95% of those are profitable. Um, nonetheless, the company is beginning to roll out an ongoing plan that will also result in even more store closures in the next two years. And also, there was a video going around um, Twitter of like a test store in like Michigan or something like that. It was like a test GameStop where they're like they they switched out the layout and it's like a totally new kind of layout and there was like a it was like a leaked video. It wasn't super new or whatever, but it was uh it was interesting. So that's how that's one of the things that they're doing with the restructuring as well over the next 2 years is some some GameStops are going to be like esports centered where people can come and watch like esports stuff and some of them are going to be like board game like kind of thing like there's an area in the back where people can play board games and stuff so they're 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 trying a bunch of new stuff um which they should so good luck GameStop. uh the most the most exciting part about that
0: is that they are going to start selling retro games again is what what i've
1: yeah i i I don't think it's at all of them but yeah some of them
0: yeah it's i they have been trying some weird stuff lately they were selling cell phones at one point
1: and it was just like focus on the games that's why your your game your game they were they were selling cell phones and all sorts of stuff like that for for years like those those when i was in like high school it was it was a weird decision uh i don't know it was uh, it's used electronics
0: but speaking of non-weird decisions and it's totally a normal thing, Nintendo Ring Fit Adventure is coming to the Nintendo Switch. I don't know about that. Did you
2: say not a weird thing? Because you're wrong.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that. Nintendo is just very determined for gamers to be physically fit. I mean, there was Wii Fit, there was the Wii Balance Board. There, Like, original Nintendo had track and field with the, the, the pad that you ran on, like I feel like every Nintendo console has has to have some sort of fitness device, and this one is Ring Fit uh, Adventure.
2: You know what my favorite fitness is?
0: What? Oh God, are you fitting gonna say fit whole- in this whole? Uh huh. Okay.
1: As he asks, that he's like, "Oh no, you're gonna say." <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Anyway,
0: so... I hate the
2: word fitness.
0: (laughs) uh, Ring Fit Adventure comes with two accessories. A uh, thing to attach your Joy-Con to your leg, and a ring to fit your other Joy-Con into. And you will be playing this uh, game by like, actually, like, running with your actual feet in in place, obviously, not, like, running around the neighborhood. Though, I wonder if, like, if you somehow... Oh, like, they have a VR headset. Could you, like, fit all these things together and play it in VR? That'd be sick. And also horrible. Um, but terrible. But it's an RPG, which is the kind of most interesting part about it uh you will be battling creatures and to do damage to them you do workouts and there'll be all sorts of different workouts and there'll be work they will be weak to different types of workouts and it just seems like a very weird kind of cool um exercise game for the Nintendo Switch
2: this is a game you will not be finishing in one in one attempt yeah Jesus, that sounds exhausting.
0: Uh, Tay are so you going to play Nintendo's Ring Fit Adventure?
1: No way. <laughs> if I had unlimited money, sure, just to mess around, you know? How much does it cost? Great. It's like 80 bucks, I think, but it, con- it with the, the ring and the game.
2: That's a one-time gym membership. <laughs> Teddy. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's fair.
2: I'm on it. Is there multiplayer <laughs> mode?
1: That's that's eight months of my gym membership. <laughs> Your gym
0: membership is only ten bucks a month.
1: Yeah, yeah. Is it a good gym? well, did did they it's charge you? Fitness. Which is not great, but it's the cheapest one, so <laughs> works
0: out. Did they charge you a bunch of money up front of like sign-up fees and stuff? It was cheaper the first month. Wow, I've seen gyms that'll be like, we'll waive our sign-up fee, and it's like, why do why do I have to pay more to sign up? yeah it's weird um
1: yeah i don't know if i'm gonna get eight months worth of fitness from the the nintendo ring (laughs) i mean i of all of nintendo's
0: fitness games i feel like this is the coolest one because it's actually like an adventure it is a fantasy deal with like actual like boss battles and it's an rpg i mean it's not like you're battling creatures but you're not like leveling up unless you can I don't remember. I like
2: doing yoga.
0: Well, just on yoga, my balance board. You, yoga, all the baddies. Um,
2: what? No, that sounds like the opposite <laughs> of what you want to do when you are doing yoga.
0: I will. Okay.
2: Yoga battle. Wait, hold on.
1: So here is <laughs> the hmm. Here is no relaxing thing. battle.
0: They've Nintendo made their VR headset. And obviously they made the games for that, but they've also put in VR mode in other games. Like you can do VR in Smash Brothers and in um, uh, Zelda. And it would be cool if they like incorporated this into other games, like to run in Breath of the Wild. You could attach the thing to your leg and just do that. No. Mm, yeah, I
1: don't
2: think that's cool at all. That sounds that'd be, awful. That'd be
0: cool. They should do it.
2: Don't no. do that.
0: No, Nintendo, guys. I know you listen to this podcast. It's your favorite. Mr. Nintendo. Mr. Doug Bowser. Fine. The the great the great and uh wonderful Doug Bowser has uh our biggest fan, probably, maybe. Uh, probably not. Probably actually. not. <laughs> um and he's he's could think of doing that. But, until he does, there's another company who wants you to play more video games. And it's not Nintendo. It's I mean, Apple. they probably want it, too. I mean, maybe. <laughs> uh, but Apple Arcade is the new service uh, that was launched recently for $4.99 a month. Basically, it is a subscription uh, fee that will allow you to play a bunch of games on your apple devices um every like many well-known uh games like obviously there are phone games but there's stuff like exit the gungeon the sequel to enter the gungeon uh there's overland a post-apocalyptic road trip game that's available on other consoles and stuff there is pac-man party royale darian pac-man party royale we, we played that at the arcade great it's it's that if it's if it's the same thing we played in the arcade it's actually pretty cool um but it allows you to play can all my the- darian's enthusiastic response yeah
2: <laughs> oh yeah
0: um yeah it allows you to play all it these
2: brand new so, and Pac-ran, Pac-Man Party Royale is not brand new. Well, maybe it's... It's been out for a few years.
0: I, I mean, technically, I think the one that we played was
1: Pac-Man Battle Royale. Pac-Man Party is a Wii game.
2: <laughs> combines.
1: It combines the this best... This is a
2: fucking joke is what it is.
0: <laughs> okay, so it's it's has uh, a lot of games. There's another article from The Verge kind of talking about some of these cool games sayonara wild hearts that's available uh you should if you have apple arcade you should play that and like that's the that's the cool thing about this is that it's five dollars and so basically for the price of one of these games less than the price of many of these games you can play all of these games for a month at a time and yeah
1: so apple's getting into this subscription uh Game is, service. I don't know if you already said this or not. You probably did, but isn't it like isn't there no like no microtransactions oh, yeah, in there? Yeah, I, I didn't mention that. Yeah, okay. the the games don't have microtransactions.
0: For that five dollars a month, you get to play the full experience. You're not. They're not going to
1: ask you for any more money. That alone is like I wish I had an iPhone. <laughs> of an android but like i that that sounds great because i am constantly looking for games that just just don't ask me like I, I it 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 doesn't even have to be like egregious like um microtransactions but at a certain point i just want one right desert golfing is one of my favorite uh mobile games because it's so simple and it doesn't ask you for anything more you know It's great. Shout out to Desert Golfing. Best $2 I've ever
0: spent. Uh, Darian, does Colonel Sanders ever ask you for anything more?
1: (laughs) What what does the Colonel want from you, Darian? (laughs) That's the real question. What does he want?
2: It's not about what Colonel Sanders wants from you. It's what I want from Colonel Sanders, (laughs) and that's to fuck him, obviously. Whoa! (laughs) (laughs) Shit! Well, how would you... That's what this game makes me believe because KFC is publishing, I Love You, Colonel Sanders, a finger licking good dating simulator. It's a real game where you romance the Colonel. It releases for free. It'll be out by the time this episode comes out, and I will have finished it. There's nine (laughs) romanceable options. I don't know if that means that I get to romance colonel sanders nine different ways or if i get to romance (laughs) the rivals but you know maybe there's
1: different um maybe there's nine different like colonels like throughout history you know what i mean Mm. it's the time traveling adventure sure no i I just mean like there have been different colonel sanders throughout time you know they've been changed his look
2: I, sp- it, I suppose, he's all anime-like, so I don't know how they're going to mm. portray nine different anime versions of Colonel Sanders. They totally can. <laughs> I've seen things similar, but... Here's
0: my question. Why is it nine and not eleven? For the
1: eleven, oh, 11
0: secret herbs and spices.
1: Yeah, that's like KFC's known for like the eleven yeah. herbs and spices in their chicken. That's a good point. Probably because they didn't care enough. Yeah, they were like, no, this isn't that one. Yeah. <laughs> this isn't the. They weren't being
2: thing. clever. They were just making a dating sim because that's the hot new thing: is to have a dating sim for everything, including your fast food choices. Dude,
0: the the like <laughs> art thing. style and the trailer. Like, if they were just like, "This is a new anime," I'd be like, "Okay, I'll, I'm on. It. I'll watch this." I'll I would
1: it. honestly watch it. I'd yeah. be
0: like, yeah. it looks so good. I'm
2: playing the game. Yeah, it comes it's- out on. Tuesday.
0: It is free. I will probably I will probably play this. This looks dope. I'm
2: Bryce is gonna date <laughs> Colonel Sanders.
0: Well, maybe there's a girl Colonel Sanders on the table. There's nine nine options on the so. table.
1: I see what you did
0: there.
2: <laughs> Just like that fried chicken. <laughs> I don't even like KFC. Yeah,
1: it's then gotten my Colonel... better over the years.
2: It's still bad. It's, it's, yeah, I it's mean, all based you know, on the great, like. But
0: one you have because, that's also very
1: true yeah yeah,
2: that's very true with almost had, any fast food the chicken is never crispy it's never like fresh mm-hmm. it's always mm-hmm. like it's been sitting mm-hmm. under a heat lamp for four hours mm-hmm. it's disgusting yeah.
1: it's not good dude there I'm, I'm telling you man fast food even when they're even though it is like corporate there's so many like you can have one that's just so terrible and like it's an awful experience but then you have one in a different city and you're like it's my favorite place oh yeah the there's so it it's so like how it's ran like the manager of that store is, like has such a huge impact it's crazy even yeah. though it's like the exact same ingredients and instructions and stuff
0: the the dominoes in my town is so good i will eat there all the time but when we went to seattle we saw Domino's, and i was like oh awesome a the food was more expensive and b it wasn't as good so when people when people are like Domino sucks, I'm like, oh, I get it. Your Domino sucks. Mine is really yes, really good. Calls
2: Domino's sucks.
1: Like, that Domino's was was fine. It in was Seattle. fine. It was not, fine. It was not, good.
0: not not up to my Domino standards. My Domino's <laughs> man would go in there and be like, what are you doing? Like he would kitchen nightmares that place. <laughs> <laughs> um, Honestly,
2: though, like when we were waiting for the pizza, that was shitty. the The employees did not want to be there. It was horrible. You could tell how much they just loathed where they were. It was, yeah. Ugh, it just, and that's probably what made it. I bet the food was fine, but I bet the experience beforehand you were like, this is gonna be bad. I had a bad time waiting for it.
0: <laughs> That'll affect it. Um, But you know, we'll make sure you have a good time listening to this podcast. Being a Patreon producer. Uh...
2: Uh... uh <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that don't, sounds more
1: like a threat
2: Yeah, Don't preface it like you're going to get a bad Podcast unless you give us money The good podcast is behind the paywall
0: <laughs> Well if you want to I, w- I would think that hearing your favorite Podcasters say How much we care for you Will improve your podcast listening experience So I just want to take a moment uh, To say Hey Aaron C Wherever you are you're awesome. Thank you for being a Patreon producer and going to patreoncom lastgeek and supporting. And I want to thank a new patron Andrew Feisner uh for This isn't
2: the first time his name's been on the show. Yeah, but
0: <laughs> this is his return. So, thank you uh Andrew Feisner for your glorious return and um glorious return. I yeah. Like it.
2: Yeah, thanks, Andrew. We're not going to say your last name anymore. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Bryce's. I think it's
2: Feistner. Yeah. <laughs> if I had to guess, but, you know.
1: It's fine.
2: <laughs> we're just not, we're just, we're going to call you Andrew F. Because it's Aaron C. <laughs> is yeah, that, that works. Chill? I hope it is. Tweet at me if it's not.
0: Yeah, we, we include the names that says on Patreon, like, when Dragons was a patron, his thing came up as Dragons Lucas. So I I read the names that it gives me.
2: Yeah, and I struggled with that one for many shows. Yeah, We should have just quit while we were ahead and (laughs) said, hey, thanks, D.
0: Dragons just, no, here's your money back. We're sorry. (laughs) (laughs) We can't say your name. Our minimum requirement. (laughs) Uh, But thank you, Aaron and Andrew, for uh, helping make this show possible. Uh, Now for the topic of the show... Uh, this one is very pertinent due to the Apple Arcade's existence, with the rise of movie, music, and now video game subscription services. Is it okay that we don't own our entertainment?
1: Is that the base, the baseline question? Yeah,
0: yeah. I, obviously, there's there's plenty of you know we can buy games and all of that, but like all of these subscription services are encouraging you to basically subscribe to it, not own it, not buy it.
1: Is it okay that we don't own our channel? Yeah. It is okay. It's not... It also has a lot of problems. (laughs) That's what I'll say. Like, it's good. You can do it if you want it, but you gotta understand what you're getting into. You know what I mean? Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, I mean... I would say that now, more than ever, it's more okay due to the fact of, like, are you that likely to go back and play Borderlands 2? Like, if if you have one of these subscription services and they're like, here's more games, here's more games, look at all these games, there's more coming out every well, moment. it
1: also depends on the type of person you are. Yeah. Because I know a lot of people that would just go back and play Borderlands 2. Like, I know a lot of people that go back and play their old games. Like, yeah. But some people don't. Some people just move on to the next one. Some people just play World of Warcraft for their lives. So it depends on who you are and what you want to do. Subscription services and not owning your games in general are good. um, But it's like, it's good because it's cheap. You know what I mean? Like, it lets you get in there. But it's not great because uh, you don't own it. Yeah. I guess,
0: I mean, it allows you to try more things. Yes. Like, I mean, Netflix is a great I mean, I did open this up to entertainment In general, because like uh, Like, I listen to my music on Spotify I watch my movies and TV On Netflix, and then like I mean, in terms of Like, game stuff, I have PlayStation Plus, if that goes away I lose access to all those games Technically I can go back and play all those games I've gotten through the service, but If I my subscription laps, I lose access to them yeah. Uh, you know Xbox uh, Game Pass. That's the same case. Um, and for that one, I believe games will no longer be like they, they will remove games from Game Pass. It's not the library doesn't just keep growing. Like they'll take games out.
1: Yeah, they take games out, but I, I don't think it's a set number. Like every time they add in, they take out. But it is like they they do take them out every now and then and stuff like that. They've they've added some new ones pretty recently. Game Pass is so great. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like I think I love the idea
0: of the Apple arcade um it's like, oh all the, like I can try out all these games, but then at the you know you gotta go like if if I s- stop having the subscription, I can't play them them anymore. I don't own them if i you know if I ever get in a bad financial si- situation, I can't go, oh, I'll play Sayonara Wild Hearts again, wait. That was tied to the subscription. It's not mine. Yeah. Darian, how do you feel about media subscriptions?
2: I think they're great for discovering if you like something or not. And then once you discover you do, then you should make the next step and go directly support it. Like, I'm all about, you know, Spotify. I use that. But when I have an album that I like click with really, really well, I'll go buy it. Like, I always go the next step with something like, "Oh, I really like this movie on Netflix. I'm going to go buy it so I can watch it when they take it off Netflix because that's inevitable. That
1: is the the, the lesson that I learned a long time ago with my beloved show Avatar, the Last Airbender." When they took <laughs> it off, I was like, "What am I going to do?" And then yeah. they put it back up on uh, Amazon Prime for a while, and then they took it off of there, and I was like, "Well d- well now I'm just it's over. So I like that is one of the shows and like shows and movies I don't really like buy physically very often but like those that is one where I was like I want to have this on a disc so that I can like if if the apocalypse happens right at, at least I have FTAR. yeah it's preserved for history um and yeah like, well
2: like not even that like, that like not only that but like internet goes down every once in a while. And it seems like we have no idea what the fuck to do with ourselves when that happens. But I always have, I have like 600 DVDs. Like there's, we have a huge DVD collection that is ever expanding because I don't ever want to not be able to access something that I want to (laughs) see. You got to get the Blu-rays though. Oh, I have like 50 Blu-rays. Okay, good. I, we've transitioned to purchasing Blu-rays now, Good. unless it's like, well, this is three dollars, we're gonna get this DVD. But like for the most yeah. part, we're getting Blu-rays now. But yeah, same idea.
0: Yeah, if you're gonna, I think if you're gonna buy the thing, you buy like the best quality thing of it, because like I think Netflix streaming is probably about the same quality you'd get off a
1: DVD. But like, it,
2: I guess it depends on your internet. Yeah, yeah
1: I suppose. it does, because it does the automatic thing on Netflix for yeah. sure. If you got, mm-hmm. if you got really bad internet, then yeah, it's it's gonna look.
0: Then you're not watching rough. Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I will. I've had a really bad connection. I I watched Netflix on my Wii at one point, and it worked. It didn't work great, but it worked. <sighs>
2: um, no thanks. So. I'll just pop a DVD and yeah. watch.
0: <laughs> I, I just hate I hate like messing with discs. So I'll I'll buy yep. like the. Okay,
1: so that is the biggest problem with Avatar. I will. Ha- I wish. I would have watched it so many times on the Blu-ray um, if it there. There's so many discs, and you have to keep track of where you were, right? So if I if I watch an episode and then I come back a month later and like, okay, let's continue our rewatch. You know, my life is less busy. I can I can watch this. Then I'm like, wait, what episode did I end on? And it, it's like I have to figure out the one on the disc. And it's also weird just because of my setup. So like, I can't really watch it on my monitor. Um, it's it's a whole thing, but. It's still good to have them, but discs can be infuriating sometimes uh yeah, so I think it's great for discovery,
0: but if you love a game, buy it because a i uh, uh, more directly helps the developers, and you don't have to worry about losing it. Because you never know i could it could be a telltale situation like it you never know where your favorite games are gonna gonna happen yeah. Uh, This brings us to the questions and comments. Uh, Darian, did you want to do the thing?
2: Sure. Okay. (laughs) Do you want to be a part of the show? Go to ReadySetGameCast.com forward slash submit, you cowards. (laughs) Submit a question, comment, or your favorite (laughs) anime for us to (laughs) read.
0: Okay, then. Uh, we have no questions, comments, or animes. Um, so this brings us to housekeeping.
2: <laughs> was that good?
0: Was that a good way to do that? I was so good. Like, yeah. Were you just going to be like, do it, you cowards, and then stop? And I am like, is she done? <laughs> that would have been like, great. <laughs> <laughs> that was perfect. It was a
1: perfect pause.
2: Nailed it.
0: Uh, Okay, this brings us to housekeeping. Go to lastgeek.com for links to the uh, podcast on all your favorite podcast services, including iTunes, Spotify, and Stitcher, as well as the video version on youtube.com slash lastgeek. Also, if you like the show, please subscribe, rate, and review it on iTunes and Stitcher. It helps us grow and become more powerful. Uh okay other last geek stuff you should check out there's actually a lot <laughs> Uh new Make Corp episode the merch store exists go get stuff it from exists there.
1: go check it out
0: uh the Move or Die let's play is out we all played Move or Die there's a cool video of it happening on YouTube.com slash last geek also if you go to la- YouTube.com slash last geek you will see interviews from PAX West 2019 Spirit Fair the game that Darian's currently playing.
2: Mittazione.
0: That one. Uh Boyfriend Dungeon and No Straight Roads interviews are up. Uh you get to learn a little bit more about the game and uh what makes them special? I did two, two of them and Darian did two of them. I was trying to remember what the what the split was. Uh also we will have interviews from 2D Con uh going up soon as well. Uh they are mostly ready, so Expect them probably by the time this podcast up. up. Uh, but this brings us to the end of the episode where we ask Darian where people can find her.
2: Twitch.tv forward slash dexterity. Twitter.com Twitter.tv too. Fuck it. Let's see if I'm there. Twitter.com forward slash dexterity Instagram and that's
0: it. uh Janaris t- what's your handle?
2: Um <laughs> It is Teddy Chenares.
1: Uh, Twitch.tv slash Teddy and Twitter.com slash Teddy and also Twitter.tv slash Teddy um, You can find me there very rarely now because life, but you can find me there playing all sorts of Vigi games, hopefully. Um, Hopefully some Shadow Keep stuff. I I've got to. I've there there's not been a single... like think about this. Destiny two Destiny is five years old. There's not been a single release that I did not play on like launch. Like I'm gonna play it. Like I'm I'm gonna make time for it. <laughs> so I'm sure you'll see that. Twitter.tv does not work, by the way. Somebody buy
0: Twitter.tv. It's probably they probably own it, they just Yeah. Uh, don't use it. If they didn't, that would be shocking. Um, You can follow me on Twitter.com slash LastGeek. You can follow me on Instagram.com slash plays, You can follow me on Twitch at LastGeekPlays. You can follow me on Mixer at LastGeek. You can follow me on Facebook at LastGeek. I think that's all the social media platforms. <laughs> uh, LastGeek.com for the links to the web, uh, the podcast files and YouTube.com slash LastGeek for the podcast videos, the Let's Plays, the interviews, and all that great content that you love. Thank you for listening to this great content, and we will see you again in two weeks. Goodbye. Bye.
1: Gonna hold it.
0: seriously though <laughs> goodbye God <laughs>